Uh, it looks very overcast here in downtown Collingwood, but I have been assured by Environment Canada that it is going to be a mainly sunny day today. So we have that to look for. And you know, when the you know, when something federal tells you it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And that's why we're going to be chatting today with Terry Dowdle, our MP for Simcoe Gray. Terry, great to have you on the line. Good morning, John Mel. I'm always happy to uh, to chat with you and uh, discuss what's happening in our area. I, I really appreciate you getting on today because I know this is a busy time for you. Uh, not only do you have all the rest of the stuff that you have to do, but you're also hosting the Ontario uh, PC Caucus. Uh, they're they're here in Simcoe Gray. Uh, yeah, the uh, this is the Ontario Conservative uh, Caucus. I'm so excited to. Uh, to be chosen, and they've decided to come here. They've been here, I guess they got here Tuesday afternoon, and uh, just great. They haven't had uh, one of these retreats uh, in some time, and uh, certainly as a new MP, it gives us an opportunity to to see one another, as, as you know, because of COVID mm-hmm. since March, we haven't uh, been able to do that, and uh, it's been exciting and, and a great opportunity to showcase um, some of the different uh, businesses in our area, and uh, we've had quite a few meetings so far. For a first-time MP to be hosting this, this is quite a coup. I was uh, I was actually extremely pleased and honored, uh, as I said earlier, that uh, that they would come here and, and they've enjoyed it. They've loved uh, the area. We we took a tour, went to uh, different businesses, we went to uh, Decast, which is one of the larger companies in the area. So we went to an industrial uh, area, and then we stopped over at a local farm, a farming operation, agri business. And then we went to um, Beatty's Distillery here because they're mm. a mixture a mixture of agriculture where they use yeah. their uh, own potatoes and uh, and as well as the small businesses in the distillery business. So yeah. it was a great opportunity to hear from all the different business owners about why you know what's really happened with COVID, whether it's employees, whether it's uh, you know decast as an as a had uh, reciprocity, uh, had issues with Buy American. Um, what we do here in Canada affects um, their organization. So it was just a great opportunity for us to all get together and really come up with some a game plan for next week. As as you know, we're back. Uh, we don't know what in what form as of yet, but uh, we have the speech from the throne and looking forward to uh, getting back and, and trying to get this government uh, up and operating. What are a couple of the things that are bounced around at the at this caucus meetings? Uh, what are the sort of the, the the big top priorities? Certainly, COVID is on the list, but are there other interests? Uh, well, that's the COVID. Definitely, how we move forward. Uh, certainly, we're, we have concerns uh, moving forward that we need a plan, a plan during and because it's still continuing, but but coming out of COVID. So we need to have a long range plan. Uh, we definitely need to have a budget. We need to see where we're going. We need to make sure that we don't, uh, you know, that we don't lose what we started here to make sure we can continue to help businesses. That's what I'm hearing quite often from is quite a few different businesses, individuals. How are they going to fit into to how we move out of this COVID? So uh, we're going to continue to uh, push, whether it's for small business, uh, commercial rents. Um, we want to make sure that, that we can help those people. Um, with this being paroled, we've had so many issues that we've sort of put us in the back burner. Uh, definitely uh, definition of families and families getting them together here since COVID. Haven't seen one another. We've had a lot of calls about that. So we need to, we just need to get back and, and make sure that uh, we have a government that uh, is ethical and we need to make sure that uh, we we have a budget and that we can move forward and and, and together, and, and we haven't seen that. So we're hoping that next week, 
we'll get some of that out of the throne speech, and uh, we'll have to discuss how we feel about that. Uh, a lot of people speculate that the government parog- is prorogued because of the discussion around the uh, the Wee scandal, and 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 that. Uh, do you think that's going to be still a topic when you get back? Uh, I think for sure it needs to be, and and you know, I'm of the belief. I don't know why we prorogued in the first place. We just prorogued for. We would have been off for the summer anyway. We had mm-hmm. a summer break, so it did break even. And I think, I think, yeah, I think we need to find out exactly what goes on. We need an ethical government, and I think that's extremely important. And we can't just stop and just say everything's fine because if it's in one area we have concerns, it could be in many areas as we see each and every day. So we need an ethical government that's going to, you know, make do something for all of us. And quite frankly, what's been going on is 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 not okay and and i'm hearing from that from many individuals so we need to be back we need to do our job and our job is to hold the government to account so i'm i'm looking forward to getting back i'm hoping that uh, they can work out a good a good way for all of us to go back i've i'm the mindset that uh, you know as an mp uh, as a leader in the community i think we need to be back there, and uh, there's a way. My daughter's 13, went back to grade 8. She's in a school of 450 kids. Uh, they have a way of getting there. So I think we have an, you know, we can do it. We have a large gallery up above. We've said that, so we need to be there. If we're not, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they're just hiding things still. You talk about folks going back, uh, you know, a lot of things are sort of resuming, and the numbers are, are climbing up. Now, the experts were expecting that, but there are certainly concerns that they're, they're climbing pretty fast. Uh, one of the things that the experts are saying is that testing and, and having reliable and fast testing is, is, is going to be a real answer to keeping some of these numbers down. Yet many provinces, and Ontario in, included, are having challenges getting those tests done and done in a timely fashion. Do you think the Fed should step in? Should, should the government be in, involved in this? I would say 100%. We need to uh, find a quicker way to find tests. It's, it's hurting individuals to find out, you know, are they sick with COVID? Are they not? All the time that we're wasting on quarantine, if, if they're not. So we need to do a better job, I think, right across Canada. And sort of a, as a matter of interest, there's a new company out uh, that's being used down in the United States that does a quick test. And one of the individual's was here yesterday and checked, there was 30, I guess 30 MPs, and we did the test in all 30 of us in a half an hour, and you get the results back in three minutes. Wow. So there is is technology, it's 98.4% accurate which that's, that's is phenomenal yeah <laughs> but uh we need we need to find a way like it, it was a simple test it's just a, a quick you know just get a pin uh needle put it into your finger you do a quick little blood test uh and it it's fantastic and we need to find a way uh to do those tests because moving forward we all want a vaccine we're all waiting for you know this this vaccine but the reality is it may be a while, and if it is, how are we going to get away that we can get back to some kind of normalcy? So I think we need to push uh, Health Canada uh, to, to be open to these, these different tests that are out there because uh, it's hurting individuals, it's hurting the economy, and I, I think as a whole, the government of Canada uh, should definitely be pushing for this. CERB is coming to an end, but not everyone is getting back to work. Uh, do you think we need to extend it? Do we think, do, where do you see uh, the government supporting these people who are still out of work or, or have minimized working opportunity? 
Well, what we're hearing from the government is that uh, it's it's going to be transitioning to, uh, well, we think in the throne speech, a different type of unemployment insurance, basically what it's going to turn into. As of what, what that will be, we don't know yet. We certainly don't want to leave anybody behind. But at the same time, we want to make sure that uh, people, people. the goal is to get out there and, and uh, and and to and to seek employment and make sure they're working. So it, it's a balance. We don't. Want, we want to make sure that we help everybody. That's. I think that's what, that's Canadian. Mm-hmm. But uh, at, how they're going to roll it out, we don't know as of, as of yet. And we think that's going to be part of, of the throne speech to see um, how they're going to move forward. So uh, there will be a change. They've they've said that we can't continue um, as as a government to. Uh, spend the money that we have. It's going to affect uh, certainly my children and, and grandchildren one day. Um, so we have to come up with a solution that uh, at, you know people get people get people to work, but at the same time make sure we have those those supports. Terry, we really appreciate you talking with us today. Look forward to talking to you after the throne speech. So probably you'd be lots to get into at that point. I really appreciate your time today here on Talk to the Town. Terry Dottle, MP as Simcoe Gray. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, John, and I'm uh, really looking forward to next week and, and, lo- and our next phone call. 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.